everybody, it's Aldo Gandhi, and I just want to let you know really quickly that our swag shop is reopened. DeepDishTees.com is where you go, and that's Tees with T-E-E-S. Clever name, guys. They're the new home of our merchandise. You can get t-shirts, you can get caps, you can get coffee mugs, you can get hoodies, you can get all sorts of good stuff, and you'll help out the bar room with the purchase. So head over to DeepDishTees.com. Some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. Tailgate show, you already know it's live. It's done by Barflies, four Barflies, and all the other Bears fans out there. Uh, four game losing streak, you know, we're just fucking snowballing down this hill. And I mean, keep your hands and legs inside the cart at all times, or you might find your ass on the IR. That's basically how we are right now. Like, shit, the fucking wheels fell off, man. We ain't even on a fucking hill. We're just fucking, we're done. Like, just wheel, wheels fell off. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll see something out of some players, uh, you know, for that we want to keep around for future years. But but this fucking sink, this ship is fucking sunk, man. Uh, welcome to the Barfly Tailgate Show. Let me introduce a couple of the boys here. Let's start this thing off with the bearded Bears fan, Mr. Aaron Current. What up, AC? What's going on, fellas? Uh Took my son to his first Kentucky game yesterday. We had a good time. Kentucky played uh, New Mexico State, just a little uh, cupcake before they get ready for Louisville next week. And uh, they took care of business. The offense was clicking. I think they won like 56 to 16. So that was good to see. But my biggest thing was I wanted to make sure Scotty had a good time because I plan on adding him to my season tickets next year. So I don't want to pay for (laughs) – I don't want to pay for his season ticket. And then he sit there and – I swear he went to eat. I don't know if y'all follow me on Facebook or anything, but this kid, we had uh, Kona Ice before we got in the stadium. And then we get <laughs> in the stadium, he's like, I want a hot dog. I was like, you know what? I want a hot dog, too. So we got a hot dog and a drink. 
then it was almost halftime. I was like, let's go beat this halftime crowd. He was like, I want some popcorn. I mean, this kid ate everything, some cotton candy, <laughs> man. <laughs> he went to he went for the food, but we had a good time. Cats pulled it out, you know, so it was it was a good time all around. Oh yeah, man, that's fucking food and drinks inside that bitch are gonna cost you more than the ticket is half the time. Yeah, it's you know? all right. Hey, but if you let the kids start tailgating, you know what I'm saying? Let oh, him he was, let him he set was up excited his own about tailgate. It. There you yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> we uh when we got there, see I don't have a parking pass this year, but I won one yesterday uh from a radio show I listened to. And uh nice. so <clears throat> yeah, so I got a parking pass and it kicked off at noon, so we didn't get up there too early. But um he was like, man, it smells good out here. What's what's all this about? And I was like, yeah, people come out here, they cook, they toss football around. You know, you meet people and build relationships, mostly with people that sit around you and stuff. And uh, he yeah. was pretty excited about that. So I think I'm going to have to get me a parking pass next year, too. Uh, Hell yeah. He's going to cost daddy some money, but as long as he's happy, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, next we got Mr. Ryan Badgley, Badge of Honor Badge. I see you sporting the Bulls hat, man, and I love it. You know, at least there's a Chicago yeah, team dude. out there we can fucking, uh, you know, count on right now, I guess, to, to put some W's on the board. Go ahead, man. What's going on? Absolutely, man. I mean, they're 11-5, and five, uh, no Vooch over this long road trip, and yeah. I it, it sounds like he's not going to be back here maybe for a little bit longer, but... Uh, they've been playing really well as opposed to, um, you know, the team that wears those colored jerseys behind me. Um, four and two in the season series for the Bears and Ravens. The Bears have won the last two, um, both of them in overtime. The last one in overtime on October 15th, 2017. As our friend Connor Barf kicked the field goal. Uh, actually made a field goal in overtime to win in what in a game that saw a tornado um in the Chicagoland area so it was like a 45 minute to an hour and a half delay in this game i remember uh clearly my buddy came over to watch the game and he got here at like 5 minutes to 1 and he was here till like 7 o'clock and we were hammered and Freaking great. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you look at the injury report this week. We'll get into that. I, I You know, Lamar Jackson, he's sick. I mean, if he's sick, what, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? They like, did his herpes know. flare up or some shit? Oh. I mean, holy cow. <laughs> Every couple of weeks, he's like, ah, I can't practice. That cold weather. He's down him. there itching. He's from Miami, yeah. man. That cold weather hit him. He don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last but not least, we got Mr. Ryan Kirkland Billings, the fireman. He's he's on he's on shift. He might have to bounce out. Those bells go off. But either way, what's up, KB? Oh no, thanks, shit. It, it'd be in, in the best interest for the bells not to go off today. Uh, <laughs> boy, it's tired. Hell, uh, <laughs> man, it's, it's another week, man. I'm happy to see football again from you know what I'm saying from the Bears. Another day to watch Justin Fields ball out, hopefully. Uh, other than that, man, I'm kinda on I'm kinda on bad train, man. I'm, I'm more excited about the Bulls playing than any fucking thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I know everybody seen my tweet. No, I wish AK could be the GM for the for at least a day. I wonder Hell what kind yeah. of change people made. That shit would be fucking dope. 
Yeah, man. Now, now, now I'm fading fast. But hey, man, we on this bitch, man. You know, yeah. we, we here, bro. That's all that matters. We here. KB I thought mean, he was Justin Fields' age yesterday. The <laughs> <laughs> boy wish. I mean, this whole, this whole thing starts. Something starts from the top down, man, and and I know like the whole AK wishful thinking, but I mean, I think at this point it's got it's just a matter of time, right? It just has to be. Um, I don't see how they sell to the fans that this is that the future is bright. You know, okay, cool. Fields is here, um, yeah, but everybody, all of our aging players are now fucking questionable. IR out whatever, um, and the young players, shit, they haven't even hit the field yet. Some of them, you know what I mean, and then then others are are iffy. They're here and there, but a lot of it does start with the offensive line. Um, it starts there on on how well things could be. I mean, I know you guys have seen some of the things come out. Like Fields, I think Fields is promising. I like Fields. You see, it's but there is mixed opinion. A lot of people have mixed opinion. I mean, he had a great game what two weeks ago. Um, coming off or yeah, two weeks ago, he had a great game, but still in the league, he's like the lowest, he has the lowest QBR for an unpressured quarterback. So when there is no pressure, he's not hitting it. Um, and there's, there's different things. And a, a lot of that I think does start with, with the coaching. It starts with Nagy, but if you're an unpressured quarterback, man, you have to fucking hit those passes. You have to be able to get them in. And I get like, um, the comfortability, you know, and, and he, he may feel rushed even though he doesn't have pressure. Um, and, and we're going to get those things with a young quarterback, but I think this whole fucking thing needs to be blown up. Um, and I don't even care who's next. You know what I'm saying? I'm keep Montgomery, keep fields, everybody else. I've and keep Roquan. Everybody else, I don't give a fuck. Like, you can get rid of Mac. I'm fine with it. I don't care anymore. Like, just just blow it up. And I know some people will be like, oh, my God, but Mac this. Mac takes up. I get he does. Cool. But now now what's he doing? Now he's on the fucking IR. Um, and that's a it's a shitty event, right? It's something that you're not going to guess it's going to happen. But I don't know, man. I think I'm just so damn aggravated with the fucking organization that I don't even care anymore. Blow the whole fucking thing up and let's go. Dude, that's that's where I'm at, Bobby. And, and I'm sorry to jump in here, but, you know, I said it to you guys in the chat. You know, AC, you were talking about, you know, what jerseys and this and that. And, you know, my reply to that was I will not support anyone where money funnels to the Bears organization at this point in time. Um, I refuse to spend a dime as you look at the wall behind me and see that I've probably <laughs> spent more money than I've ever made in my you life on the ship behind me. But um, I refuse to spend any money on this team right now. And I, I love Justin Fields. Um, I won't buy his jersey because that money will go to this organization. Um, until things are done in the organization to make a difference and prove to this fan base that they actually give a shit about the product on the field. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, they can kiss my ass. Um, I will not spend another dime of my hard earned money um, for this organization until they recognize um, they have a problem and it starts with the chairman of the board and just continues to work itself down to not only the head coach and Matt Nagy, but a lot of the coaches on his coaching staff that are in over their head as well. Um, I've seen a lot of Ryan Pace hate this week. And, 
you know, some of it is warranted. Um, I, I, I definitely will agree with that. But you look at what Ryan Pace inherited with this team. Yeah. Guys, he, he revamped the entire defense. There was fucking nobody here on defense when Ryan Pace got here. And yeah. look what he did with this defense. And in a quick time frame, too. No See, I mean, I, I like what Pace has done, right? I like I like and, and I get what you're saying. I like the, the picks. I'm not even mad about some of the first round busts. I mean, first round is like the hardest fucking round to draft in. Um, I think overall. It's one of the hardest rounds to draft in because there's so much shit to be filtered for players, you know, and and I would I honestly think that's probably the most the highest percentage of busts around is the first round. Um, if you if but, you look at the picks he made at the draft time, yeah. like if you – I'm a nerd, so I look at mock drafts and scouting reports and all that shit before the draft, so I kind of know who they think is going to be good and who isn't. It's not like Ryan Pace has went and picked anybody who everybody was like, yeah, that dude's going to be a bust, like – Mr. Trubisky was a reach. A lot of people had him, yeah. you know, behind Deshaun for obvious reasons, as did I. But, like, <clears throat> the Kevin White, he was picked right where a lot of people thought he was going to be picked. Leonard Floyd, same thing. He was picked right yeah. where a lot of people thought he was going to be picked. It's not like he was grabbing Shea McClellan, you know what I'm saying, or, or yeah, anybody yeah. like well, that. Well, what, what I was getting to is he – what has he done for the offensive line, though? Yeah. What has he done for – I get like defense. Like every year, man, you see some guys step up on defense. Then and defense is more of the system you're in. I think um, we've seen Mac, you know, and we've seen Robert Quinn coming like last year. I get, I get he had drop foot, but you could really fuck up a dude by the defense you put him in. Um, mm-hmm. And but when it comes to the offensive line, he hasn't done shit. I mean, you see, you see guys that that are more comfortable playing in a four three than a three four. You see players that, whatever, whatever. They'll they'll be like, well, this defense, that shit's not like that on offense. It's like it doesn't matter what the system is. Just bring them motherfucker in here and let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, but what have we done offensive line in five years? Like, we we take reaches. We don't solidify anything up there. We end up buying fucking 40-year-old dudes that, you know, are on a boat fucking fishing because we're in panic mode, and now what? But all this shit surrounding the fact that we know we needed a quarterback. We knew we were going to get a fucking rookie quarterback. You know that, like, before the draft, man, they were like, yep, if if any of these dudes are here, we're fucking taking them. That's it. We're moving up. We're going to mortgage the fucking future. We're going to grab this dude because he can be this, can be that. But they didn't do anything else to support him. You know, like well, they, they drafted they bought... two tackles. I mean, they yeah. dra- Tevin Jenkins has, has been hurt. But if you look yeah, yeah. again, if you look at mock drafts heading up into the draft, he was a first round pick. And they said they had him in the first round. On, well, he on fell off bullets. because of injury. They, right. they dropped him down to like the second, third round because of fucking questionable injury. That's why everybody passed on his ass. Yeah. I mean, everybody passed on him how many times? At least once, maybe twice. Yeah, but um, I mean, if if you look at the offensive tackles that were drafted in that second round, like the only O lineman, the only offensive tackle that I know of that was drafted this season was Rashawn Slater. That's that's really panned out this early. It's still early, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. But 
but he was drafted what top 10 or something. I mean, the chargers had a great draft. I loved what they did. They grabbed Slayer and they grabbed, uh, Asante Samuel, who I liked a lot. And, and it, and it's, it's worked out for them. But other than him, as far as offensive tackles that were drafted, I don't, no one sticks out to me as now they're on the field. I guess that's a positive over Tevin, but yeah, I haven't seen anybody explode. I mean, last year with the Bucks, he fucking he, he was a first round pick, wasn't Maxack. he? What's that? He was a first round pick, though, wasn't he? Oh, I, I mm-hmm. thought we were just talking about offensive line picks in general. I didn't realize. Yeah, he well, was I'm, definitely I'm, a first I'm, rounder. I'm trying to think of guys that we actually had a shot at drafting. We didn't even have a first round pick, you know. So yeah, that's true. That's. It's, yeah. it's tough to build an offensive line without your first round pick. And we traded those picks for, you know, pieces that we needed. Now that obviously goes back to the Ryan Pace situation. He's yeah. mortgaging the future to try and build for now and building for now has not worked. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that's no different than what the Rams have done at this. Right. Point. They don't the have Rams. Yeah. They have thrown every first, second, third, fourth round draft pick over the last three years at everyone. Why? Because they want a Super Bowl right yeah. now. I mean, but is it going to work out? Who knows? Yeah, and don't get me wrong. This, I mean, I just think that we have failed on the offensive line side. But then, like to kind of wrap up that that piece on Nagy and what or not Nagy on pace and whatever I think a lot of being a GM is having confidence in what your your coaching staff's um suggestions are and decisions and and whatever and if you sit down in the war room prior pre-draft or whatever and they you know they're like hey we're like offensive line how, how are you guys looking Oh, we're looking fucking great. I mean, we got a lot of promising guys, this and that. Um, I don't think that we need to spend first round talent, whatever, whatever, on an offensive lineman. Uh, you know, and then whatever, this guy, how, how you look? And then collectively, they're like, you know, these are this is the position of need. And I don't know where offensive line from the coaching staff fell out on that chart. You know what I mean? So Pace could be doing, mm-hmm. could be taking the suggestion of his team, of the people that fucking – you know, tell him what they need, whatever. He could be taking that suggestion and their fucking judge of talent is just horrible. Or they're like, yeah, these guys are really great, but then these injuries happen and this happens, that happens. And now we're, we're left sitting here like, Oh fuck. You know, what, what do we do now? With, with how I feel on that? Cause I, I kind of, I'm not going to say I, I feel a thousand percent opposite of what you're saying. I, I, I understand what you're saying. But on the same, the same tip, man, I'm looking at, the fact that you had Charles Leno, you felt he was going to be at least a mainstay at the left tackle. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't an all star. He wasn't, wasn't, you know, saying that, that complete fixture, but he was serviceable. Yeah. You went out and you got Bobby Massey, who you, who you thought was going to be pretty much hand for hand what you got with Charles Leno. I don't think they ever thought he was going to be some type of superstar, but like I said, same equal footing as Charles Leno. You got somebody that's stable. Big body, he can do the job. They drafted James Daniels. They drafted Cody White here. You know what I'm saying? You you hit on a couple guys, and then we also had Kyle Long at that time, which they thought he they thought he was gonna have a little bit more longevity than what he did. Uh do I think that they poured as many assets as that they should? No. I do believe that Pace looked at it and said, We have the pieces. 
to have at least an average old line in front of whoever the hell we put out there. Yeah. And then people just started getting hurt and the shit fell apart. Uh, so on that on that that aspect of it, I I don't feel that Pace has done a thousand percent shitty job of trying to construct the old line. Folks yeah. got hurt. People didn't then the people that we thought were performers didn't perform. That's how you get stuck with paying to Bobby Massey when he's not on the roster or Charles Leno when he's not on the roster for two more you fucking know? years. Yeah. So yeah. let, so let uh, me throw this out to you guys right now, right? So here here's my question, right? So if you could take looking to next year, who are the offensive linemen, regardless of contract situation, regardless of anything, is there an offensive lineman in the room, which obviously there is, but you have these same guys next year. What does your offensive line look like, KB? My offensive line right now, next year, I am – this is just me. I would probably put Borm at left tackle, and I will put Tevin Jenkins at right tackle. James Daniels and Cody Whitehair are going to be my interior linemen, and whoever the fuck I can bring in, whether it be through the draft or it be if you get lucky on the free agent market, there's going to be a new center. Like right now, I don't know that the center for this this team is on this roster. Apparently, James Daniels isn't vocal enough. Cody Whitehair has a funky ass snapping fucking motion. Okay, that's fine. Leave you, them two at guards. Find the center. You, you have your two young studs. See what the fuck you got. That's why I'm a proponent of Tevin Jenkins getting on the fucking field as soon as he can. Yeah. So, Borman left tackle, Jenkins probably a right tackle. Jay, Daniels, Whitehair, pick or free agent. Yeah, that's my that's my line. Yeah, I'm right there with you, KB, on that. And actually, I was listening to um, Olin Krutz, uh I think they do the No Name podcast or something. I was listening to that actually right yep. before the show, and he was talking about O line. And Olin Krutz will know more about O. Uh, you know, he's forgotten more about O line than I'll ever know. Uh, yeah. And 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 he kind of said that he works out with Mustafer, uh, so he felt like he was a little biased, but he he felt like Mustafer has the ability to be a, you know, obviously a starting center. He has been through nine games as an undrafted free agent, but I'm right there with you. I just don't think it's good enough. Uh, he's not strong enough at the point of attack. And as a center, you're going against you're going against nose tackles. You're going against the biggest bodies on that defense for the most part. And you you just got to be stronger, man. And, and I, I just don't see it there. And uh, there are some draft – picks that can be made and with a center you don't even have to grab a first round center or, or or a second round center you can find those guys you know later in the draft <laughs> fucking robbie thanks robbie i appreciate it man damn uh That's what's awesome. it called so hey so if i'm not responding to y'all in the chat i'm on my phone today i'm not on a computer so i i literally would have to do this the whole time and you, you know <laughs> like and be like flipping around and shit so i'm not really in the chat but the ones that i that i spot when they pop up will definitely you know comment i'm sure badge and the guys will fucking throw their comments in uh, on other oh yeah i'm definitely too. I definitely yeah. go shout out everybody that's been saying, "Hey, Brian's always working hard." Man, I love y'all for that. He's like, "Cause I, I'm definitely <laughs> fooling the rest of you, motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> Just don't fall asleep in that comfy chair today, KB. 
Oh, I'm definitely <laughs> going to sleep after this shit. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So, so what? To, to to kind of put a bow on the offensive line, I think. I think I'm. I think we're all kind of with KB. I think the rest of it. I think a lot of this plays into where does Tevin Jenkins fit? Where does exactly. he fit? That's still a huge question mark. We don't know yet. We don't know. We know where we want him to fit. We know where it would most benefit us. But I guess going to you know left or right, as long as he fits, mm-hmm. I really don't give a fuck. Like I don't care if he can play left tackle. I don't care if he can play. I just want him to be able to play fucking one of them and to, to do yeah. it at an above average fucking piece and yeah. and be good. You know what they I mean? They said on both sides and yeah. He's got a Hall of Famer there in the building that he can pick his brain. I mean, if you're not taking advantage of that, that's on you, you know. I was going to say, the reports say that he said that he's more comfortable playing on the left. Yeah, because he said that's how he finished out his whatever. But I honestly think just because he finished out at left – I don't know how many games it was, but whatever. Just because he finished out at left tackle and that I I think it's going to be a wake-up call when he sees the level of – athleticism that he's going mm-hmm. up against now um you know what i mean because your defender the person that you're trying to block is obviously a big fucking piece of this you know <laughs> and and just because he finished out a couple um you know you're the played well in the big 12 that's that's a big step yeah up to the, you know what i mean the, yeah. the miles garrett's of the league and 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 i don't want to shit on the dude like whatever like you knew you had back problems and you're pulling a fucking golf cart up a hill. You're pretty stupid to begin with. And yeah. um, right. you know what I mean? And like, if he can play left and he's, and he's, and he comes in as a lockdown left and, and he's great, then cool. What bothers me is the fucking whole revolving door offensive line, the musical mm-hmm. chairs, like, Oh fuck it. Well, that guy got beat three times last week. Let's throw this guy over there and fucking move him to that side. Like bring, bring in Latavia Simmons, who hasn't taken a snap in practice all week and stick yeah. in the right tackle. Speaking of right tackle, well, man, me, Larry Borum, me, I am over guys, the moon with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Borum. Let me give you guys what my thoughts are. I know Send I asked him. the question, but I, I actually didn't get to give you mine. So, Badge, what are your now, thoughts on this offensive line? Yeah, thank you, Bobby. <laughs> no problem. So, no. Uh, so, in all honesty, though, I look at this line right now, and the one problem I see is Sam Mustafer. Now, yes, we're running the ball well. You just saw um, Robbie put it in the chat. We are running the ball well. But what I would like to see is I would – I would like to see I I'm with KB and moving Borum to left tackle. Um, then at left guard, I would put Cody Whitehair. James Daniels would then be my center. Alex Bars would be my right guard, and Tevin Jenkins would be my right tackle. Now, hopefully, when the time comes, Jenkins and Borum maybe you know could be swapped. But at this point now in the season, I would remove Sam Mustafer move James Daniels over and put Alex Bars at right guard, personally mm-hmm. speaking. Granted, uh, it's in a lot of reps at tackle, but we saw what he did over the last couple seasons at guard, and he was very solid there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he is not being utilized right now in this situation, you know. Can, can I interject with this real quick? Because the, the one thing that people, you know what I'm saying, just glance over or forget, Alex Barnes was supposed to be at at best a second round quality guard. He blew his knee out. That's why he became an undrafted free agent. 
he was looked at. They didn't say he was as good as uh, my man's that uh, went over and played for the Colts. Uh, what's, what's Quentin Nelson? Quentin Nelson. He he wasn't Quentin Nelson, but they said that he was just as angry as a Quentin Nelson, and he has the body size. He's six foot five, yeah, three hundred plus pounds. Sam Mustafer is like six foot two. I'm sorry, you move Daniels over. Alex Bars would be my guard right now. And who knows? Like I said, you you play people that, that have talent. If he is good, you extend him, and then you see what you have. I mean, he was undrafted, right? Undrafted free agent. Um, he did really well last year. On, I mean, once the things got solidified, once the line got solidified, I thought he played great, especially for an un- undrafted free agent. Um, I do agree with you though. Like when you have that lower extremity or or whatever, you're that's a lot of fucking weight to put on there. You got you got some two hundred pound fucking beast mode motherfucker coming at you, damn Leroy Jenkins, and he's trying to fucking blow through the wall and and you know you that's a lot of pressure to put and and a lot of weight to keep on it. And let's not forget, like that field is fucking shit. So however you're trying to dig in and hold um, isn't the best for it either, but. I mean, I guess there's some promise, right? There's there's some people there, and and who knows, man? Like, you can't you can't rotate out the fucking leader every year and expect them yeah. to solidify a, a piece right. either. That's what that's um, what fucked Lovey. He was always shuffling that old line, and yeah, couldn't never never got it right. Now I feel like now we have better pieces than we had then because he had. Jamarcus Webb at left tackle, and boy, we all remember that. That shit hey, is not pretty. So let me ask you something, and I know it's kind of it's kind of going off of this, but I just remembered it. I asked my, one of my buddies like probably a year or so ago. Does Chicago have a quarterback problem, or does Chicago have an offensive line problem? With all the talk that there's never been a great quarterback, da 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 da, whatever, whatever. Is it a quarterback problem, or is it an offensive line problem? I think it's an offensive line problem. Offensive I think, I think it's yes. Well, no, <laughs> no. I'm changing my tune. Think about the quarterbacks you've had here, with the exception of Jay Cutler and Simmons. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about David. Yeah. Well, what? I mean, Jay was here, but you can't you can't really say with the exception. Jay was here for a long fucking time. Very true. I mean, he's the record holder in a lot of the quarterback statistics so that's kind of why i say don't count him but aside from him luckman i mean everybody else never amounted to what you thought they were going to be you know i mean aside from from 06 um, rex grossman yeah that season i mean yeah he threw a lot of picks but he had he actually had an okay year and then he shit down his leg in the Super Bowl. So it is what it is. But to me, I change. I say quarterback problem, but I also think offensive line is a problem as well. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's right. AC, AC went with a yes. You are correct. Yeah. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> let's sprinkle some fucking coaching on top. <laughs> Call that bitch a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But well, uh, I just thought uh, that cover actually, was Matt Stafford in a Bears jersey. So. Matt's not Cutler was uh Aaron Rodgers without a Super Bowl ring. Let's be 
I mean, other than Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over as much, but the, the way he acted, the way he was with teammates, some guys loved him. Some guys freaking hated him. In the media, I have never talked about someone's dejected looks on the sideline more than with Jay Cutler. And I love Jay Cutler. My father-in-law can't stand his ass. And I always thought that was because he came from Denver. And my father-in-law has ties with the Chargers because he spent time in San Diego with the Navy, whatever. But uh, nice. but with I just saw a video this week, and I wanted to bring this up. Uh, this week was the week that Jay Cutler broke his thumb against the Chargers and ruined that that season that started out so well. Yeah, I think Dude, it was I ten we years ago. The Super Bowl that year. Dude, I we really were on did. fire. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know, you had Johnny Knox doing his thing. You had. Oh, that's uh, just a sad story right there. Too, yeah, man, man I love that kid. Hell of a wide yeah. receiver. Yeah. All right, let's run into this game a little bit. Let's get into this game. I think we're just kind of. I mean, Are we playing a game today? Gosh. Shit. Yeah, you I know. Forgot. So coming up against, uh, I want to say what six and three. I think they're six yeah. and three. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're six and opposite loss. Yeah, six and three Ravens. Um, the Ravens have they, they've shit down their leg a couple times. I mean, they lost to Miami last week. The problem is they don't do it two weeks in a row. And normally after they have a dismal performance, Lamar Jackson comes out the next game and fucking Hall of Fame statuses that bitch and fucking goes crazy. Um, so that's what I'm kind of expecting today. But especially with this defense, I think yeah. – we're just going to get run on uh, Hollywood Brown. He's, I believe, listed as out today. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's I mean, we have guys out. Right. And then the, I think the big question mark on this game is Lamar Jackson currently, unless something updated, um, is he's a game time decision with his illness. It's the same one he had last week. He had a couple couple days off in practice this week. Supposedly, it's not COVID. It's not the flu. It's just an illness. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the hell this. I don't know what the hell this guy's got. I'm totally kidding. I'm not spreading any rumors. Jesus Christ! Next thing you know, I'll be on fucking TMZ telling everyone Lamar's got. I'm totally. But I mean, then then they'll say. White man says black quarterback has STD <laughs> on podcast. That's they. Don't put because then there's gonna be like a picture of me on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All four of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. But I mean, that's what we got today, man. So I don't know. It's like it's, it's. I've been trying to, you know, figure this game out, and it's so difficult. My brother actually. Yeah is a Ravens fan uh, because he always loved Ray Lewis back in the day. So he became a Ravens fan. And um, even he he's like, man, it's week to week with this team. Like they, they needed a 66-yard field goal to beat the Lions. The Vikings took them, you know, down to the wire. And then you see them get their asses whipped by Miami. But then they, you know, that they beat the Chiefs who – apparently aren't as good as we thought, or maybe they are. I have no fucking clue. That's another team that I don't know if they're good or bad. Uh, they beat the Colts, um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. And another last-second thing, like – Yeah. So it's so hard to try and get a um, get a feel for this game. Now, the injury report, I feel like, is the biggest thing because if you look at who we're missing, I mean – you know, Max out yeah. for the rest of the year. Trevathan's out for the rest of the year, which he was kind of washed anyway. I love you, Danny T, but it's over, bro. Uh, then you got, you know, Hicks is out. You got Allen Robinson out. And actually, that was another thing. They didn't call up 
Rodney Adams, they called up Isaiah Coulter, you yeah. know, when uh, with, with Allen Robinson out. So that's another, like, to me, questionable decision. Like, I don't know what Coulter's showing them on the on the practice squad field that, that got him the call over Rodney Adams, who clearly had a relationship with uh, Fields in the preseason. I mean, but. That you know, that doesn't mean anything on the team. Yeah, your quarter your quarterback developed. You know what I'm saying? Connection with somebody that, that, that don't mean shit. Yeah, <laughs> the well, problem is there. The problem is they develop a relationship after practice, but nobody's around, and fucking right. nobody's there to see it. And um, whatever, whatever. I don't even know if that's a problem. I'm just fucking shooting from the hip. But no, you're right. I see. There's a lot of dudes out today. Um, there's a lot of guys uh, coming up. I mean, Allen Robinson is, I think, doubtful still. Um, maybe he's question whatever. Either way, he's you does know. It, does it matter? I don't, I don't know. I'm just being honest. It doesn't so, matter. So the last couple of weeks, we did kind of see him get a little more involved, right? There was a couple. He had a couple catches that were called back due to penalties. Um, he had, you know, there was a there was a few that I feel like they're trying to get him involved, right? But I mean, dude, you can't just. It can't be all Mooney. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how it's been. It's been all fucking Mooney. And and I honestly don't think that they've been looking at them besides two weeks ago, right? I don't think that they've been looking at A-Rob a lot. Um, yeah. You're talking about we got A-Rob is from this area. I mean, he was – I'm pretty sure he was a fucking Ravens fan coming up from when we had him on the show. I thought he was pretty from Detroit. Certain- yeah, but he well, did, did the Penn State. He is from Detroit, but he did the Penn State uh, Penn route, State, right? Yeah. And and um, I don't know why I, there was something about him and the Ravens that that were like linked together. But um, well, they, know, they always need a wide receiver, and Allen Robinson right, was the the dude that they thought would fit in that offense that we yeah. could have benefited from trading him there, and they could have benefited from having him there, but. We just we didn't make the moves. We didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. We just said, let's let's just run it back. <laughs> yeah, continue with what what we got what, going. What, um, good. What moves were there to make, guys? Uh, you know, well, it all depends on what the offers question. were. Yeah, we all don't know what the offers were, but you yeah. had to get You're something. About I mean, look our at our guys getting traded or us going after people to. Oh, I'm talking about our guys getting traded. We should have yeah. been selling. Oh, okay. We should have yeah, been yeah, selling. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I said, what, a few weeks before the trade deadline when I asked about, you know what I'm saying, us blowing the team up, it, it did it not come true? Did it not look like we should have sold off everything that we felt was a fucking asset to try to get picks to do something? Because you, you have the piece in fields. You build around them. We have no picks to build around this man. But you're going to have to look to the fucking free agency pool and pray to God that we have enough fucking money. You're going to have to let people go. People have to leave. Allen Robinson might not. I'm, I'm no, he's pretty gone. much at 80% 100%. that he's gone. Yeah, he's well, gone. You, you, you say 100. He's gone. Yeah. Akeem Hicks is most likely gone. Yeah. Those are two big Those are two big cap hits right there. Danny T is most likely going to be gone. Yep. You know, you, you start looking at some of these big-name players. All right. Now we get we get to the meat and bones things. Who the fuck do we bring in? Jimmy Graham's gonna be gone. Yeah, you're gonna. Well, speaking you're of tight end, Cole Komet's, Cole Komet's starting to step up, man. I, I I like that they're actually using him. Uh, yeah, the the dual threat okay. tight end that can catch, that can block, that can do it. 
everything you need him to do, and all of a sudden he's catching balls. I really like his uh, progress as a tight end. Yeah, in this I think he showed a lot, and I think it was Monday night that over the middle play. Um, it was the oh, middle of the field. It was three people. Fine. <laughs> yeah, finally we hit a fucking seam route. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. But I think wow. the the commit of before, and it maybe it's just me, and maybe maybe those plays stand out, right? And, and maybe I'm maybe he doesn't do this a lot, but it always seemed like he was kind of hesitant to stretch out in the middle of the field. Had those alligator get, arms to get to get extended and get that fucking ball in. And I feel like you know now he's kind of just. Or maybe it was just that play. Who fucking knows, right? But there was always that worry of, you know, that that either drop or, like, it's thrown over his head. Well, yeah, this motherfucker didn't even have his elbows by his ears. You know what I mean? His elbows were resting on his tits. That's why I was thrown over his head. Like, he's like this, you know, instead of fucking stretching this thing out. And I like how Komet's coming around. I do. Um, I still think I'm still a, a believer that Jimmy Graham, keeping him here this year, was fine. Um Maybe could have sold him uh, before the trade deadline, of course. Oh, but, I, but I think keeping him here this year was, was fine. Um, I, mean, there's I, think, a lot of guys, I think Jesse James does any. everything that Jimmy Graham can do. I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't see why we had Jimmy Graham, and we could have kept a guy like Ken, uh, like Kyle Fuller. And even though he's not doing great in Denver, you put Johnson on one side, Fuller on the other, and you put Vildor in the slot. I think Vildor would be much better in the slot than he's been on the outside on his own because the way they're beating him, they're just putting bigger dudes on him. You know, the, the Chase Claypools, the 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 6'4 guys, they, they just say, go out there and I'll throw it up high. Like, and a lot of your slot receivers are short, shifty dudes. There's just – so I feel like Vildor was better in the slot. We could have kept Kyle Fuller and let Jimmy Graham walk. I mean, he's had two catches, I think, three catches this whole season. So he's hey, making hey, he's, like he's a high last game. Okay. He's yeah, making three yeah, million dollars. So kit. I mean, even <laughs> I don't. Even going I think of, even the Fuller thing. Uh, fuck. Kyle, look, Kyle Fuller has amounted to shit. He lost his job in Denver. I mean, there's no yeah, guarantees yeah. that if Fuller stays here, he's worth Yo, the shit here. We we the could Fuller be price losing tag was too much. The yeah, Fuller price I, tag was way too fucking much, and I think that's yeah, one of I, the main just, reasons. I, I'm, I, you know, looking at it now, it's like, well, it we it kind of worked out for us. We're not yeah, this, paying yeah. him to suck. You you applaud the organization on the Fuller fucking cut. Um, what they were gonna pay him, what he's done this year. Um, it's, I mean, this dude just was fucking benched, and he might still be benched, but he was benched for two three games. Um, and the paycheck that he was getting from us, this this is one of the pace moves that. Although people might have been pissed off, and now that Vildor kind of is getting beat up out there, you know, people are in the same camp of, well, if we kept Fuller, motherfucker, Fuller's price tag was a lot. Nah. And we weren't hey, paying, hey. We, yeah, we weren't doing the <laughs> shit. We weren't, there was no tag for AR, for A Rob. Granted, A Rob didn't tag, might not have worked out either, but there was no tag for A Rob. And if you were to get, keep Fuller and get rid of A Rob and had Justin Fields out there right now, not knowing what him and A-Rob would be like, there'd be so many more complaints coming and going after the the organization for setting him up for failure instead of, well, if, it would have been if we had Allen Robinson, Justin Fields would be fucking great. Um, you know what I mean? And there was just – the whole conversation would have changed again. 
Yeah, I, I get Clover's it. Clover's not wrong. Four tight either. ends. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the the it, just because we got rid of Kyle Fuller doesn't mean the Jimmy Graham thing was the greatest of ideas Correct. either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, you look at those things. Okay, yeah, one's a win. Maybe one's yeah, definitely not because you're paying a guy a bunch of money that could have been used in other places to possibly yeah. get. A you're paying Jimmy more. Graham to be a fucking tight end coach. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I mean, and, you know, and they did the same thing with Zach Miller the year after he got hurt, which was great. I wish they would have kept him on yeah. the staff because I really feel like he would have been a – somebody Cole Komet would have – Great sounding board for me. Oh, man. Yeah. And, I mean, now yeah. we're at the – now we're we're at the depleted linebacker court. Um, so, we'll hop off tight end. Let's go back to the defensive side of this depleting linebacker court. We got Robert Quinn has stepped up this year, but last year he went through injuries and, and was playing well below average. Um, and we see the guy that we replaced him with went out and got double-digit sacks, right? Um, Roquan has been Roquan. I don't think there's anything to complain about there. Um, I think Roquan's a beast, and Roquan, if, if nothing else, tries to do everything. Um, if he's not voted into the Pro Bowl this year, it's a fucking tragedy. If any of you guys listening, you can go to NFL.com right now and you can start voting for the Pro Bowl. We need to get guys like Roquan and I would say even Jalen Johnson into the Pro Bowl because what else do they have to look forward to? Yeah. And, I mean, then we've seen him. We brought in Bruce Irvin last week. Uh, I think he's yeah. practice squad still. Obviously, he's got some shit to go through, but – um. Brought in I Irvin and playing today. I thought. I don't. I thought it was. I thought it was practice squad. Um, yeah, maybe I think, not. Maybe I just saw his name in an article. Well, with the with the COVID cool. rules, they can pull up a guy from practice squad like right before kickoff, can't they, or something yeah, like yeah. that? So we'll just see how. Maybe they stuck him there just to see where he's at physically, and maybe I mean, if he if he does play, they're just gonna. Put him in on third and long and say, go hit the quarterback. They're not going to have him <laughs> study in the playbook. Yeah, I or dropping I think they moved up with Darius Mack. Yeah. Oh, saw yeah, that. that's, that might be what I saw. So. Hey, who knows? I'm, kind of, <laughs> I'm over, I'm over here looking at comments, but, uh, like I said, hold on. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we what are your the, thoughts on, on, on the, is this one of the biggest places where we, well, I think the first thing, the first good. thing is you got to resign Roquan. That's that's number one, because to me, you look at contracts coming up or that are needing to be done. Roquan Smith should be number one on that list. Uh, we mm-hmm. said it about a Rob. We believe he's gone. We believe Hicks is gone. Roquan's yeah. got to get locked up because he just continues to ascend. Um, that to me is the number one priority. Now, from there, you you look at that linebacker position, and I'll stay in the middle linebacker spot. Well, Alec Ogletree, the guy wasn't even playing football until he came and visited fucking Robert Quinn. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. the Bears were like, hey, you want to try out? And he was like, all right. Well, he has contributed you know, much more than Danny Trevathan on the season. But mm-hmm. Danny Trevathan also has spent time on injured reserve, which is where he is now. So Trevathan, he's, his contract is up. He's gone. Yeah. Christian Jones, I think, was a two-year deal. You have him there. And then Joel E.A. Booneyway. To me, there isn't one of those guys that's here on this roster next year 
maybe with the exception of Christian Jones because he signed a two-year deal. So to me, you're either making a free agent signing at that spot or you're drafting the next available player. So Christian Jones may be your other starter um, with the next person waiting in the wings. You look at outside, obviously Mack and Quinn contract-wise are here for the next couple years. Um, but behind them, it's Travis Gibson. Um, Bruce Irvin is now here. I, I don't know whether he plays. Obviously, Khalil Mack done for the season. Um, and then behind, I mean, I'm blanking on who's behind. Uh, you got the karate kid, Cassius Marsh. Yeah, oh, Cassius, Cassius Marsh. Marsh. Mr. fucking heel, spinning heel kick. Hey, I I don't give a it's fuck. I like that shit. That shit was me too. Oh, that shit was dope. Well, I told y'all after that game, I listened to KSR throughout the week, and someone had called in. I'm I don't know if he was a Steelers fan or what, but he was like, they threw the flag on the kick, and I was like, first of all, if they threw the flag on the kick, the the flag would have been right after the kick. Second of all, if they right. flew threw the flag on the kick. And they need to throw a flag on T.J. Watt kicking in the air every time he gets – and it's not a, as impressive as a kick as Cassius Marsh, but that's not on T.J. Watt. But every time he gets a sack, he does this, like, kicking in the door thing. I don't, I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. But – I mean, I to me, that's more taunting than than any fucking thing else. G- gesturing I mean, towards the I mean? sideline or posturing? How do they, how well, do they say I, it was? To me, no matter where it is, I mean, if you are if you make a play and you get up and you're fucking become Ryu from fucking uh, what, street, street Fighter, fighter. <laughs> you know, I, what, like that to me, if you're, if anything, that's fucking taunting. Because you're, you got up, yeah, you walked away from the guy, but how do you know... Maybe you hurt the guy's feelings. Why aren't we taking feelings into consideration? <laughs> it's such in the bullshit, NFL now? man. It is such did, bullshit. Did he shed a tear? Throw a flag. <laughs> did it? Okay, let's move on. And by the way, I'm a hip check this motherfucker as he's going off the fucking field. <laughs> I'm Are you kidding? I'm, too. <laughs> if I see Tony Corrente again as 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 a Bears referee, oh. I'm just gonna chalk it up as a loss before kickoff. Yeah, because it, it's such horseshit. And I hate going back, but fuck, man, we had a hundred over a hundred yards of penalty yards, and some of those were deserved, but some of those were absolute horseshit. And the Steelers had like forty yards or something. And and when the NFL comes out and quietly says, "We're sorry, we missed over right. several calls against the Bears in that game," right? Dial one eight hundred R bag. Yeah, one eight eight eight. Are yeah, it actually, it actually, it here at Kentucky, we've seen it. Uh, that when we played Tennessee, um, they missed a face mask. Uh, Will Levis went off on the ref. My coach, Mark Stoops, who apparently LSU's calling, please don't answer those calls, Mark Stoops. Stay right here. But anyway, he goes out on the field to let the ref know this is horse shit. You missed a fucking uh face mask on a third down that was blatant and. They threw the 15-yard penalty on Mark Stoops. So it's a 30-yard difference. We ended up with fourth and 24, which we got, by the way. But still, it was it was horseshit. After the game, or maybe it was the next day on his press conference, Mark Stoops just said, yeah, I'm not going to send anything in to the league about our referees because it doesn't seem to be doing anything. Like, 
he has apparently complained about refereeing and they just they don't give a shit. Like they're just like like you said, KB, call one eight hundred or bad. Uh mm-hmm. suck it up. You take this L. I thought that was one eight hundred mix a lot. I must have got it wrong. <laughs> That's to kick the, that's that's to kick those nasty thoughts, man. See, yeah. see oh, shit. that's My the bad. wrong number. <laughs> kick those nasty thoughts. Hey. Ah, shit, that was some good oh, stuff, man. Bro. So, I mean, you you fucking you look at, you know, what do you think, AC? I mean, what's your I see a Bobby titty for a second? Yeah, that was <laughs> I thought Bobby was ready to be back. <laughs> And then we saw his titty. Nipple. You got to do weird shit when somebody's kicking them nasty thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. (laughs) That's good, man. Oh, shit. All right, where are we at? What we got? Baby got back. Push up. I don't remember. Badge was about we to were, ask a question. Yeah, we're off the I rails. It's, it's, it's Sunday morning. That's the... uh, you know what? You know going to be? It's what are you saying? Good time right now to, uh, you know, do some promotion here on the network. So, Damn, I thought uh, Carrie was getting freaky for a minute. That, that mix a lot of shit. And then she's saying <laughs> hey, what? the bed. I was about to be like, hey, what's yo, the, yo what's the 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 back, baby. <laughs> little in the middle, what you got, what's yeah. back. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit. Yeah, this really went off the rails. So we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean any disrespect. He just didn't play that well. Not for a guy of his caliber. If they don't run the ball here, I'm going to vomit. I swear to God. I don't really have any recollection of that at all, but I guess perhaps I blacked it all out. You know, they won, but I'm, I'm going to be miserable all week because they stunk. Presents two fired up Bears fans. They are ready to rumble on the Bear Debate. Yeah, I was just I was just being stupid. I was He's <laughs> so um we were talking about linebackers is where we were um before we went off the rails there. So um 
I can't remember who was up, but that's what we were talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, Roquan needs to be a pro bowler at the very least. We need to re-sign him. Ogletree has done much better than I could have ever expected when we signed that man. Uh, but that is a place that needs to be upgraded is the depth at inside linebacker. And it's a place, honestly, where you would look at the draft. Uh, but we, again, don't have the picks. That's another reason why we should have been sellers at the at the uh, trade deadline. Because, I mean, like I said last week, you look at Georgia's defense, they are freaking loaded in, at all three levels, and you can grab one of those guys. And you know Pace has a relationship down there in Georgia, obviously, if you look at his draft picks. You got Roquan, you had Leonard Floyd. So obviously he has some sort of relationship there in Georgia or he trusts his scout that covers Georgia a lot. Uh, so inside linebacker, maybe you get a Georgia guy or Alabama guys are always good, but we don't have the high draft picks. So we might have to look at, I, I don't know, try to, we might have to have Pace pull another, if he's here, pull another fifth round pick out of his ass that, uh, that pans out. He needs a he needs an advisor for the first round. Like he just just hire one guy that comes in and says, "I'll make your picks for the first. Then you can do everything else." I mean, I'll, I'll do it that if that's what case. he needs. You know, I think he's I'm, cracked. I think he's cracked that case though. He's like, you know what? Fuck them talking shit about my first rounder. I'm just gonna trade him away. And then that's what? right. That's what <laughs> hey man, what what my man? They, they got the mean with my dude that does this a lot. You can't, yeah. you can't talk about my first round picks if I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I don't know. There's there's a lot of definite moves that need to happen and, and take place, right? I think it's – I mean, look at what we're doing here, right? And look at what some of these other shows this week have done, um, mostly around around uh, Bears podcast or, 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 you know, any of the, I would say, outside of the – the, obviously the team the team ones right everybody's talking about what players can we get who's next who's the next coaching staff we have eight fucking games left in the season you know what i'm saying and motherfucker and like the towels fucking been thrown in and, oh dude i threw my like, towel in like two weeks this, ago i know but you know what i'm saying it's like uh it's it's kind of sad in a fact that I mean, we had a bye week to get rid of this guy and try to make a change and they chose not to they decided yeah. they decided to continue going with what they've got going and it's we're three and six dude yeah. we're three and fucking six no i get it okay. you just got me nervous like you were talking about me when i was not on the show i was like oh shit ac wants to get rid of me <laughs> no, I'm saying like we could have got rid of Nagy in the bye week and tried yeah, something man. different, but just like always, they don't want to try yeah. something different. They want to yeah. we're just gonna stick through it and then fucking no matter how many losses we have in a row, did you see the like last year? Did you see the yeah. final four games? Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? So to, just to speak on those things real quick, first, first of all, you know. We don't – AC doesn't worry about his background singers, okay? He he doesn't know who's behind him when he's on his front stage. He just knows that there's three people behind him. So, Badge, you, you were fine. You didn't have to worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all – He doesn't more, run more. the offensive talk or the defensive talk. He kind of runs all of it. 
<laughs> it's the AC show. We it's the AC show. God damn it! <laughs> what is that? Y'all just in the background stuff. doing this. We were Bernie Mac and Samuel L. Jackson. He he was motherfucking John Legend. That's what we're talking about. We could be we could be Diddy. We could be we could be we could be, be P Diddy. He's just notorious. Hey, Biggie Biggie needs a producer. That's all it is though. <laughs> As long as y'all ain't Suge Knight, I ain't getting shot in this motherfucker. <laughs> well, and this is funny because this also kind of leads into what I was talking about. So the sec- the second rumor, which is more relevant to what we were talking about, is uh the fact that they there's a rumor saying that if Nagy gets blown out one more time, he possibly might not survive until the end of the season. Uh, we get our ass beat today. Maybe he's fired. I mean, it's 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 one thing to sit here and come on and say I'm I'm hoping for an ass beating, but it's another thing to sit there and say that it might actually be a possibility because we're playing the Ravens and Lamar Jackson is a former MVP. Yeah. That if he plays, but I've seen Tyler Huntley play. Even that, I've said this before. I was a Tyler Huntley fan. He plays like Lamar Jackson. So I they, you they take that as Trace McSorley. If he plays over Tyler Huntley, they they need they need their ass. <laughs> and then there's also know. the Bezos rumors, which is also an interesting thing. Yeah, so, I seen Beth just comment on that too. Uh, but honestly, as long as people are still dumping money into this team, do you think that they that there's a sell? I mean. Be- I, it, Bezos legitimately can say, "I buy this. I will." Double whatever the bears are worth to y'all right now, and this yeah, yeah. It's I me mean, wiping my ass with money. If if that's how he was with money, this motherfucker makes like what was it? He makes like uh whatever much, however much a minute. And did you see like recently he was just at some uh some fucking charity event and he donated fifty thousand and people are talking shit about him for donating fifty or five hundred thousand, whatever it was that he donated. But they're like, you make more than that. It, Every minute. In a minute, you make more than that money. Like, motherfucker. Okay, cool. If that was me, I'd have been like, cool, just give me it back. Because now you get nothing. Go fuck right, yourself. Right, right. Like, but no, dude, I'm I'd be I'd be down for it too, especially with the damn uh with the move and, and the new stadium build and whatever. But the thing is, it doesn't matter how much money he has. He cannot go out and buy I mean he can fucking mafia style that shit and pay him underneath the table, but he can't go out and just because he has tons of money isn't going to increase his fucking cap. You know what I mean? Um, oh, of course not. And and I don't really see, unless he comes in with something huge, right? If there's this whole move in place and there's this whole, not in place, but if they're they're talking about doing the move, whatever, you know how much more money that's going to bring in for the, for the organization and for the family? Um, oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is a good time to sell. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you don't you don't sell when you're at your low. You sell when you're at your high. Get the fucking stadium built. Start packing in people, and then get an extra fucking however many millions of dollars because of the the stadium and all that shit. It, and it, that could all, that could be true. You know, saying? yeah. Just but sell. Just say one of my most famous like quotes. Packers. I was gonna say one of my my most famous quotes from a movie. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. It makes sense to Jeff Bezos. 
You buy the Bears. Now, you yeah. move them to Arlington. He can b- build a stadium that would shit on the Cowboys' stadium. Dude, they'd have a fucking rocket ship there to go to space and shit. Yeah. You can go to space during halftime. <laughs> but it's a quick trip. Needed to get he, a beer. You, you, you would have your Amazon stadium or whatever the fuck it would be. Uh, it'd be fucking ridiculous. And then it's in one of the top five markets in the in the in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down. I, mean, I, don't, I don't. Like I said, I'm down for everybody to leave. I don't fucking care. Keep exactly. Fields. Keep Mac. Um, and or keep Fields, keep uh, Roquan, and honestly, I there's nobody else that I won't think about getting rid of. Um, everybody else, not on the, everybody else, not. I'd even, I'd even, I love Mooney, but I'd even get rid of him too. If he was on the, if somebody Got came it. in and said, if somebody came in and said, hey, we'll give you a fucking two seconds for fucking Mooney or or a first oh, second gone. for, yeah, nah, I'm fucking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gone, like, there's, oh. there's nobody that I think is untouchable outside of Fields and Roquan. Everybody else, if the price is right, I'm fucking selling them. Um, and that's just that's just where I'm at with the team, man. There's there's something in the – and maybe it's from the organization side. Maybe it's from the ownership side. But there's there's something in this place that is like, oh, we're, it's, it's mediocrity. And we're just – that's where we're going to be. We're going to be mediocre. And if we get lucky a couple games – Cool. Then, then be certain to drop the ones that we're supposed to fucking win, so we can ensure that we're just fucking mediocre again. Um, and that's it's how this organization has been for years, and nothing is. It's like the expectations are so fucking low, or like we're just on a treadmill in this place, and it's it's just how it is, man. And there's no. Like, what's the fire? The fire, look at the things that we put fire into in the offseason. This year it was Fields, right? It was, without this dude ever taking a fucking NFL snap, he's the fucking saving grace, and that was the fire going into the offseason. You know what I mean? And then, or going into the season. And there's just so much shit, I think, that we put stock into. And honestly, I'm at the point now where I'll, I'll fucking sell it all. Well, Ravi just said paying Montgomery would be stupid. I, I don't know. A lot man. of people I mean, think that. He's a running back. Khalil Herbert. Montgomery was gone for four weeks, and look what Khalil Herbert did. I mean, he's a six-round draft pick. The, you, these that's guys that's the way a lot of organizations look at running backs now. Yeah, it's the most underrated position in the in all of NFL, man. The guy can the guy will touch the fucking ball sometimes more than a quarter. There more than you know passes are thrown he'll get garner more yards throughout the season than almost everybody else on that offensive side um when it comes to receiving and rushing and their running backs are shit on it's just it's like that throughout the whole league man you're not gonna i mean henry's, henry's yeah. showing you down in tennessee he's out and they're still winning ball games like yeah. against against big opponents so when I first read that, Ravi, I was like, well, how will we not pay money? But the more I – now y'all have turned me around. You're right. You're right. Turn oh, around. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Then, I get a, go ahead. <laughs> then, uh, then allow me to interject. Oh, send it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, pay, I'm paying D. I'm paying D. Uh, if I can keep him and, and Khalil Herbert, that's a, that's a dynamic combination. If one of them Agreed. gets hurt, I don't, I don't lose a step. Agreed, the person but I, mean, who I would look at trading, yeah, because you've already paid him, would be Tariq. 
Mm-hmm. I, I love Tariq. He's a, he's a fun player to watch, but he's also very expensive, and he hasn't been on the field. Uh, this well, is a one get like you're going to get like a conditional seventh round pick next year for Cohen. You're not going to get, which I think has got to be point, part of the I'm reason why they didn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm looking for the cap relief. If I can, if yeah. I can trade three to a, let's say to a team right now who would love to have that man, Kansas City. Yeah. You could probably get them to bite on a mid round pick. You clear yeah. up that space. You have you have you have the money you can pay. I just ball. think I just think for running backs, man, the market is. Oh, it's the truth. It's, the market is always bad for them. I, yeah. I, it sucks. But like I said, we're two dollar whores. Yeah, you yeah. can fuck us, and then you can keep us moving. Yeah, yeah. And that's just kind of <laughs> how it is, and and unfortunately, like that's that's just how it is in the league. And granted, there's fan yeah, favorite running backs that for are gonna, yeah that are gonna get moved and and whatever. I'm down with keeping money if the price is right. I like him. Um, I'm just saying he's not untouchable. Um, yeah, and totally if, and depending depending on what he wants on a contract, that's that's the fucking make or break right there. You either slam the table or you don't. Yeah. And honestly, I I think and and we'll get your guys and and if you're in the chat, their their perspective too. I think wide receivers are becoming replaceable. I don't see a lot of wide receivers that that I mean, there's maybe four or five in the league, but wide receivers that aren't replaceable. Um, a lot of these guys, like that whole running back kind of mentality, is bleeding. I believe is bleeding over into wide receivers. Um, I mean, you've seen some of the top guys get fucking cut. You've seen guys like they're just like, hey, you're just not working out. Um, and when oh, years ago. Yeah, years ago, you would have never seen that. The whole right. fucking fan base would have just imploded if you fucking cut a guy like that. Um, and, I mean, you've seen, you know, uh, granted he's older, but Julio Jones get moved last season or in the offseason. You see a lot of these guys that are big-name wide receivers, and the the market or the, the desire to fucking chase down one of these guys isn't really there anymore. Um yeah. And I think the league's kind of changing in that sense of of the value that a wide receiver brings, and and who's this next quick fucking kid you can get uh, that can make a play and and keep you going. Well, I think oh, the the OBJ is a prime example. I mean, yeah. here's a guy who his career started out hot, then he had a fist fight with a fucking field goal net and lost, <laughs> and you know, next thing you know, he forces his way out of New York. He's I forgot in love about with that. Cleveland, <laughs> and you know, then his dad's fucking pissed off, so he's posting stuff on Twitter. Now yeah. he's gone. I mean, you know, why? What? What? What's the? They're hoping for the spark of the old OBJ. I, I think that time is gone. I think, you know, he goes to a team in LA now where the guy there is Cooper Cup and. OBJ may have some impact, but I still think it's going to go through Cooper Cup in their running game, personally. But yeah, to me, you cool. know, I look at this and I, I agree with Bobby, but I do think that I would want to keep at least Mooney and probably Komet um, to add to Fields and Roquan. Sure. Um, I would like to keep Jalen Johnson as well on the defensive side. But out of that, that's it for me. Anybody else, um, you know, I mean, yeah, it'd be great to keep Monty or Herbert. I mean, I, you know, I might keep Herbert um, in all honesty because he's cheaper than Monty. So, um, 
I think he's know. locked in still too, right? Herbert's not going right. Well, while, yeah, and I think so. Monty is, but only for another year, I think. Yeah, I, I'm not getting rid of Mac. Y'all, y'all can say get rid of Mac. <laughs> you're not, you're not getting a first round pick for him at his age. You're not. You at the best, we saw the Von Miller trade. He got a second and a third, and that was from the Rams who trade everything. Yeah. I, get two I think it all. I mean, one. I mean, I'm for, I for me. I don't Mac, know if you're getting that. I, I really the, don't. Yeah, for me, the Mac situation is how. I mean, they. I didn't think it was that serious because they kept the guy on the sidelines for with this injury, right? And had him sit out three games. Had him sit out, sit out. It was never put on the IR. Then we see this past week, right? Just just recently, he gets dropped onto the IR. So how much? is this injury impacting and, and, and what's the future look like? And like, is it, I don't even know like totally what it is, right? We heard what it is, but it's like, where do you go from there? How much more is he going to garner or bring? And, and it's the, the, the GM and do you sell now or do you keep him in wait? And He's I think more that's valuable just where here than he would be on a trade block in my opinion. He's, and we'll find out in the rest of these games because yeah. we're going to see we're going to see what we got behind him. Uh, yeah. Like like we said earlier, we call up guys like Cassius Marsh and his brother Ladarius Mack and and guys like that. Uh, Travis Gibson brought up, drafted, yeah. but I'm mad they ain't brought up Snowy yet, man. They and, haven't called him up. Yeah, and I also I also think with the Mack thing, if they if they comes to a point where they're like. Hey, so free agency is here, whatever. We can get rid of Mac and get these two guys or this young guy and this fucking proven veteran for the cost of Mac in two positions that we need, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, they, they look at the 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 bonus or, or like, you know, the comparison and do we want two guys instead of this one? Whatever, whatever. And and now also it's going to look at how these guys play, how these dudes with him gone, how they play, and who's who's got some promise and who doesn't. Um, I'm not like I'm I'm not sitting here saying Mac needs to be gone. Absolutely, like fucking cut him 100. percent I'm just saying I don't think he's fucking untouchable. And if I can turn around and beef up this offensive line with a proven fucking veteran that's you know that's maybe just hit his first fucking uh, contract right or something like that and i can sell mac and buy two of those then i'm fucking buying them i'm saying that because that's like i said that's kind of my whole approach on how i felt about a rock you know saying uh you paying the man close to 20 million for for this year and then if you want to bring him back and you want franchise take him again you're probably well into the 20 million for that for that price tag i can go out and get a michael gallup and try to steal christian kirk for the price yeah. of what you would pay a Rob, then you have two legit starters across from movie. Uh, so I, I understand that point. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could turn Mac into two players. You know what I'm saying? But he's here. And yeah, yeah. right now, a two and the three, you look at that Von Miller trade, that, that shit was kind of eye-open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I, and, saying, and, I got you. And I'll go back to what I said before. We got eight fucking games left, and we're already talking about fucking tearing everything down yeah. and breaking oh, yeah. it apart. That's true. <laughs> we're, tanking point, the, we're tanking for the Giants. Yeah. Right. We're tanking yeah. for the Giants. You know what I'm At this point, man, it, it, it's, just, it, it's just what it is, man. You, we, we know. We're, we see this team play. Yeah. This ain't it. 
and next year they keep the same players, it's not going to be it. It's time. You know, well, we got all offseason. Everything to, to go. About next year, yeah. we probably should focus on this. this we need to talk about the game, game, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's hard because, like, uh, to be honest, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, I don't even care if I watch at this point. You know, I, I, I don't think don't like, to, you know, I like, think somebody said it in the chat. The rest of this season is seeing what young players you have for the future. So, like, you want to see how Justin Fields play well. And honestly, I don't know if I want to win because the more we win, the more this front office is going to say, let's stick with pace. Let's keep, or let's we stick with pace. Right, just what they said last year. We were on a six-game yeah. losing streak, and they said, well, the way they turned it around and won those last four games or whatever it was, even though we got fucking looked like embarrassed on Nickelodeon against the Saints, uh, that, that, that they still – they just ran it back. And so we, we're going to see – we got guys like Mooney. We got guys like Komet. You want to see Borum continue to play well. You want to see what you got in Tevin Jenkins, whether it's at guard or at tackle or whatever position they put him at for the rest of the year. Uh, yeah. And, and see what we've got for the future because this season it this season is irrelevant. We just want got to see our young guys, see what we've got for the future. All right, so what if we come out and win six of the next I'm eight miraculous? We're not doing that. We're not doing this. We're not. We're not doing this. If we come out win six, if we come out win six of the next eight, and our losses are against Arizona and Green Bay, yeah, it don't matter. Get rid of Nagy. What's his record? What's his record against the Packers? Six of our last eight. What's What's his record against the Packers? KB, you're a Michigan fan. What is Harbaugh's record against Ohio State? That's what they look at. They don't. They don't Zero. give a shit. Exactly. They don't care. They shouldn't yeah. care what you do the whole the year. Organiz- what you do against yeah. the Packers matters. The you organization fire, is going to care. That's the part. Fuck that. You fire Lovey Smith at ten and five. You say you know what? We've had it. You got your walking papers. We don't care how you finish. Or what the record looks like. We don't care that you didn't back your way into the playoff. Fuck that. You come out, yeah. you win six of the next eight. We're gonna. I'm, I, if I'm if I'm Ryan Pace or I'm in that McCaskey family, I look at him and I say, "All right, brother, thank you for making the team look good. You're gone. Yeah. Your exit is that way. Get the fuck out. That is it. I, I don't. We're not playing this game. <laughs> this motherfucker no more, man." Yeah, I just, don't want, I just don't want to give them <laughs> give them any sort of opportunity to leave that door open even a little bit because they will swing that fucking thing wide open if there is any glimmer <laughs> of a not. shot. I know they will. They'll That's what scares off me, man. The hinges. And oh, I just I, I can't part. I can't continue to go through this. Like I I don't think I've ever reached a point where I would have to walk away from a team, but. I think I would ha- if if he were to continue to be there after this season. I think I would have to walk away because I know what to expect. I mean, we we've seen it. It there's four years of it on tape that you can go back and watch if you have an NFL Game Pass membership. You can watch the shit show unfold right before your eyes for four years. 
and, and you don't even it, have to cut it together to you can just watch right. each game and see it. And it's the, not the even just Nagy. Like look uh, look at the Andy Reid coaching tree. Doug Peterson went to Philly, won a Super Bowl with a great offensive line. They let him go because his shit was not working. The same thing's happening here with Nagy. And this is trickling down. Eric Bieniemy now can't get a job because other other league office front office guys are like the system's not working. You'd be better off grabbing a quarterback coach from Sean McVay. Look, that's what Cincinnati did. Their head coach was a quarterback coach under Sean McVay. Oh, and uh, don't don't forget kind of falling apart, but huh? Don't forget Matt before he he was a he was a butt buddy of uh of uh, right. McVay too. Right, you stop in L.A. and have tea with with Sean McVay, you get a head coaching job. That's the way it works. Pretty much. But uh, and and a, a, a big thing about this game today is uh, Greg Roman on the other side. You want to talk about future head coaching positions? They talked about this on Hogan Johns, and the uh, the the Ravens reporter was kind of, I mean, he didn't shit on the guy, but he kind of shit on the guy. And he was like, "This dude is, yeah, you're gonna have a good running game with him as a head coach, but that's about it, and we've already got that." Lamar Jackson is that team's leading rusher. I mean, I mean that's because literally they just had the oh my god, you touched me and I'm hurt in the running back room. Like you dropped all the way down. They had to bring up my man from the practice squad, (laughs) and he came out his first game and he looked halfway decent. Like it, it was legit. This shit. Can you run? Can, can we give you a ball and you go up the field? Yeah, I can. Okay, you're hired. We're we only here to run the back. <laughs> so, I mean, shit. Who Lamar they, Jackson ain't had no choice to lead the team in Russia when everybody gets hurt. I mean, who do they have at running back today? Because, you know, Lev Bell got cut, didn't he? He got cut again. He was on the so, team. Yeah, they they, they pull, pulled in Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, who? Again. I mean, We'll find out at one o'clock because that motherfucker's gonna get a hundred yards on the ground probably. But you know, I'm <laughs> I mean, I don't even know who they've got. Is what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, you know, point, things know are bad, is. right? You know, things know. are bad for the Bears when you're looking for a defense in your fantasy football league, and you see the Bears defense sitting mm. not on a team during mm-hmm. fantasy football season. It's yeah. like the last year, Mel Tucker. Was the defensive coordinator here? Yeah, they ain't that yeah. bad now. That well, I mean, they're not that bad, but it, I'm they just using it as a reference point yeah. because it's pretty, it's pretty sad when you don't, you, you know, your defense, which is what your franchise is known for, isn't my, used in fantasy. My biggest concern today is Mark Andrews. I, I'm not sure Agreed. what we're gonna do yeah. to stop him. The, the guy is, yeah. I mean, he's big, he's fast, he makes all the catches. He, he's like. He's like Gronk. He's like Rob Gronkowski. The way he just goes up and, and does his thing. And Lamar Jackson, he can get it to him. Now, if Lamar's sick, then you got your backup. Who's the who's the safety blanket for a quarterback? We've heard it for three decades. It's your tight end. And yeah. Mark Andrews is that. And I don't know who we've got. If, if Eddie Jackson can't go, which he hasn't been great anyway, then you've got a tease Taylor trying to cover him. Garbage. I mean, 
I don't know why they don't they don't discard <laughs> DeAndre Houston Carson. Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah. they're using him in, in, the, I mean, in the dime packages. They put him at strong safety, like. Yeah. But what we need to blitz. He he's back. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he got he's called been up for today. three weeks. I was gonna say because to me, if if you want to remedy the safety position, DHC doesn't seem like a bad, you know, what I'm saying option. And then you get Deion Bush. I mean, this is what you drafted both of these motherfuckers in the, in the same draft for. Seems like you got a strong safety, and you got free safety. But if he I, if he's been hurt, then that's understandable. I can I can understand why he ain't playing. We got a blitz to today. That with, needs uh, to be the with, plan. If anyone watched the Miami Andrews. game, yeah, I think you're pinpoint on Mark yeah, Andrews. Let's, let's the get other into part that. Keith. To me, that that I think is important is if we are able to blanket Andrews is if it's Lamar or his backup keeping them in the pocket. You 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 see mm-hmm. Robert Quinn on many occasions the, the the bend he gets coming around. And if the if they're able to see that and spin out of it and they're and they don't keep keep their lanes, I mean, they'll have a field he'll have a field day. You've seen it. You see Aaron Rodgers do it regularly against us. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen other mobile quarterbacks do it. So that that and Mark Andrews to me for the Ravens are uh, the things that make me the most nervous, and 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 like Bobby said, you know, if they do use the run game, team, no, no, Keem Hicks, uh, you know, we're not sure who's going to be at linebacker yet, other than Roquan, it, it might be a tough day uh, mm. defensively for the yeah. Bears. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there right. any way that this game gets to a shootout? I mean, Baltimore. Yeah, I see a lot this. of predictions they, they, where they allow it for to shootouts. happen. Yeah, yeah, their I mean, defense gives up a lot of points. Yeah, they're not fucking great either, is what I'm saying. Right. And, and I think this game, yeah, I think this game can get to a shootout. Um, I just think if we bottle, like, you're definitely going to need to bottle them up. I mean, with everybody that we have out, um, I think they're going to definitely go after that running game. I mean, they're they're missing Brown, so Hollywood's out. Who do they have? They have Bateman, right? And and Andrews are going to be their top. I think he's back. I thought, I, he came back off the back? he came back off the IR like two weeks ago. Yeah, or like a weekend. Or yeah, I think two games what? ago he came back. You know, but I'm not I'm not worried about but, um, it. I, I would do exactly what Miami did. Yeah, I would blitz. They blitz the same blitz thirty six fucking times. I, I watched the video on it. My man said it the same play thirty six times. I would do exactly what they did thirty six times. I would send everybody. To me, this would be the game you put all your young kids in. You're fast, run towards the quarterback. Just get in the backfield. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what man. I do want to see today. <laughs> I want to see another fucking Cassius March fucking whoop chup chup chaloop chup and fucking hit a little <laughs> kick at the end. Ryu! Ryu Oaken! But yeah, that's, I mean, I think it's like like we've said, I mean, it's a it's a game of of talent development. See what you got. Um, granted, everybody's been putting it out there for Fields, and yeah, of course, every game for him is going to be a learning, no matter what. Um, yeah. No matter which way it goes, whether it's good or it's bad, every game for Fields is going to be fucking learning and, and development. Um, and and being able to see that field. That's like I said earlier in the show. The one thing that has me concerned is he's like I said, he's got the lowest QBR for unpressed for an unpressured quarterback. That's, I mean, we've seen this kid thread the needle. We've seen him do some things, right? And 
And when there is no pressure is when he it was when he's having more problems. How much of that problems. though is related um, to his receivers not getting separation and or they're running say. fucking six yard hitches or curls or? Well, I think a lot. Yeah, of or mis- miscommunication. That was the. Yeah, that was yeah. the biggest thing the second half of that Steelers game. We started stretching the field right. vertically. Yeah. And we hadn't yeah. seen that since Nagy got here. I don't know if that's a laser thing, but yeah. whatever it was, that shit worked. And that shit will work today if he's got time. Uh, yeah. As far as Somebody the Ravens, we talked about their routes. defense. Go ahead. Uh, well, we talked about the Ravens' defense. They've got Humphrey, who's a <laughs> hell of a corner, but other than that, they're kind of beat up too and inconsistent. They do yeah. have a good pass. They're not a good but, defense. Yeah. Yeah. They're not a good defense. And if, if Ravens I, defense. Yeah. I mean, there's either way. I just think that it's, you know, I, I want to see some of these younger kids go or, you know, come up and, and do their thing and want to see a good game out of Monty. Um, I think defense aside, Vildor could, could get back on his horse today. Um, you know, he's, he's been getting beat up. I wouldn't mind seeing like a, not, not a comeback game for him, but, but, uh, you know, I got to give props just, to Duke Shelley, man. Cause he's been playing a lot better, yeah. mm-hmm. you yeah. know, I mean, he, he had a rough go of it to start the season, man, but you can tell he's been working his butt off Yeah, and yeah. you know, he's played pretty decent, you know, over the last couple of weeks here. Yeah. He really heard his name being said as much it, it really has been. Oh my God. Did, the Bears don't have a second corner, so yeah, I, 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 you are right. He's he's been doing the damn thing at, at, at the nickel. So, well, KB hit the nail on the head. Oh, what do you want? You want to get in? Yeah, you want to get into game predictions? Yeah, why not? Game, game predictions. It is Mr. Ryan Kirkland Billings. Give me uh, give me your game prediction and give me um, you know, a, a standout player for today. I have no fucking idea. This, this that's is my why. That's thing. why I'm asking. Everybody else is out. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, listen, what I would love to see, I would love to see a shootout. I would love to see because that means we put enough points. I would love to see a shootout, and that means that Justin Fields is probably balling the hell out. It'd be fun to watch. Uh, Moody. <laughs> Uh, sure. I don't say the last time. Maybe Moody, maybe you know. Uh, he he had multi touchdowns. You know, no, no, no. You know what? No, I'm not gonna go with Moody. Commit. Now, I'll say this: Commit balls out the bed because I don't think they really have any linebacker that could probably body up with him. You got uh, Patrick Queen, but he's more of a run stuff and linebacker, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, I was gonna say he's more of a thumper now. So. Yeah, I, I say commit. Uh, commit balls out. He has two touchdowns and over 100 yards today. I, I would love to see All right, that. Score prediction. Um, what you got? <laughs> I'm shooting for the move. 44 to 38. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe we win this game. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just at this point. I'm, Jesus. I'm this. It's like, it's like, it's like having sex with with random uh, women. You're just throwing your nuts out on the on the table and playing cracks. So, um, Ravens win this game, forty-four thirty-eight. Wow. <laughs> Y'all just hit shot. Move on, guys. 
I, I don't <laughs> know if there's man. a delay or what. I'm waiting on Bobby to to say to say who's next, and it's just like <laughs> silence. Yeah, I think I Bobby did. froze. Oh, oh. no! <laughs> is he froze again? Oh, this bastard is gone. God damn it! You're up, AC. Am I back now? I was going from the back now. Uh, I guess. I'll take it over, Bobby. Just just be quiet. I got it. It's the AC show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, this is a tough – like I said, this is a tough one for me because we don't know what Ravens are going to show up. We really don't know what Bears are going to show up either. I mean, we got half our team on IR now, and uh, we're going to see what these young guys got. I think KB hit the nail on the head talking about blitzing these guys and making them make quick decisions. Uh and especially with Hollywood Brown out, that's their uh, speed receiver. So making a quick decision, like maybe you can do something, maybe that'll help you cover Mark Andrews because, uh, I, I, hell, I don't know, hit, your, hit the quarterback. That's the best way to beat him. Uh, but I, 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 I don't see us winning this game. I'm sorry. Um, and, and, it, and it's nothing – I mean, I think it's going to come down to coaching and it's going to come down to depth, which we do not have. And that goes back to what we've talked about, who needs to be replaced is our coach and possibly our GM. Um, I think the Ravens win this game, and but I do think that we're able to put up points against their defense as well. Uh, I don't want to say a shootout like KB said, 44-38, but I'm going to say uh, there's there's quite a few points scored, um, maybe like a 35-33, to 33, something like that, maybe uh, – maybe Justin Tucker hits a last-second field goal to 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 give the Ravens the win. Um, but I think I'm going to take the easy MVP and say Justin Fields. I think he's going to move the ball around. He's going to be able to uh, get out of the pocket and run a little bit. And we're starting to see these young receivers and receiving options uh, play well and make catches that they need to, to make to help their quarterback out. And Bill Lazor – is getting better at calling plays to help his quarterback out. Um, so I think we come up just short, but I think we see what we want to see as Bears fans. Young guys um, stepping in and playing well, but we still lose, and that's one more step closer to Nagy being out the door. I, I think, guys, one thing this team has never done is taken how they've – finished a game and brought what they brought in the end of that game to the next game. Yeah. They and we didn't talk about game strong. We didn't, we didn't even talk about the slow starts after bye weeks. We, we kind of, well, right. So <laughs> they finish a game strong, but then the next week they come out and they look exactly the same in the first step. AC, you just mentioned it coming out of buys. They're they're O for their last eight, nine, 10, 12, 14, 18, 20. Who gives a fuck? They're O for their last whatever coming out of the bye, and they've gotten their fucking asses stomped uh the last three. So, you know, I I totally understand why everybody isn't sold on these guys coming out and, you know, winning a game today. Um I think the expectations of them scoring over 30 points are shocking to me because they haven't done it yet. And I don't think it's going to continue today. Um, I do believe that the Ravens um, with Lamar Jackson, if he's playing um, 
easily score more than 30 points and I believe they will score 41. Um, unfortunately, I think the bears will only make it to 17. Um, and I just, it's Matt Nagy. It's a Matt Nagy led team after a buy nothing. What's going to change. The, the guy's going to be fired at the end of the season. Why, you know, you, your whole entire defense is gone. Um, we don't know yet about A-Rob if he's going to play. We know Damian Williams is out. Uh, it, to me, I I just – until Nagy's gone, guys, don't expect me to pick a victory. I Sorry, well, but if, – If the report uh, that KB just, talked about earlier is correct, then by your saying, KB, yeah. then he'll be gone this week. Yeah, I think he should be. I, I think if, if they go out and, and, and they get beat like I think – immediately Matt Nagy should let him have his post-game press conference and then send him on his way. Announce it Monday if you want. And, you know, I mean, put Mike Penton in charge uh, as the, the temporary head coach, you know, or, or Chris Tabor. Um, and then, I mean, for me, the Bears' most valuable player, again, would probably be Justin Fields. Um, but I'm actually going to switch it up, and I'm going to give it to the guy that I talked about um, a little bit ago, Duke Shelley. I think Duke will be the the, the guy on the defense today that 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 has a good game. Um, I'm going to give him a pick, um, his first one as a pro. Um, he was close last week to one, or two mm-hmm. weeks ago to one, um, and uh, I think uh, it's finally going to happen for him this week. That'd be cool. But Bobby. it's hard, I, you know, to, to have hope. To yeah. hope for what? Until mm-hmm. the, the coach is replaced and there's a new regime that's 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 doing something that's not being done now, I, yeah. I, I don't have hope. I'm sorry. Bad, bad sounds like one of those down on his luck characters in a movie. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Can you spell? That's Dude, so... <laughs> My my phone's probably going to die here in a second, but uh, let me get this in quick. So, look, I'm going to go with Vildor. I'm going to say Vildor shuts down defensive today. I'm going to give Vildor a pick. Um, a couple good tackles on Lamar trying to roll outside, if that's what he's doing or if he's even playing. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'd like to see Fields obviously have a good day, but I was trying to think of, like, you know, it's probably going to be like a Jesse James day. You know, when it should be a commit day, Jesse James is going to probably be the one walking away with two fucking touchdowns. Um, but whatever, that's just how it is, and that's how we go. Uh, final score, I'm going 27-24 Ravens. Um, I think we keep it close. And, and maybe I'll, I'll call it a shootout in a sense of yardage. Um, a lot of big yards today. I just think a lot of the points kind of stay stay down and stay off the board. So 27-24 um, Ravens. And, you know, uh, granted, yeah, we all want Nagy to be gone. I just don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Shout-outs quick. Shout-out to all you guys. Shout-out to everybody in the chat. Uh, <coughs> appreciate you guys joining us. Shout-out to the Bourbon Brothers. Dude, there's this Facebook link that I posted, and, and I got three bottles of bourbon already. Uh, oh, shit. Kentucky yeah. bourbon or like you know Any, mediocre bourbon because no, we know like, who makes the best for 45 dollars or more is what it's got to be uh if you want to check it out to follow or go go to my facebook page look at it uh 
sign up you buy one bottle of bourbon and then it's like a it's not a pyramid it's like everything rotates um <laughs> and and i'll send it to you but yeah i've i got my third bottle yesterday morning uh i bought one and I, now i'm stocked with three last year i ended up with 11 bought neil just said looks like lamar is out so that is huge news yeah that would be great Tyler so, Huntley. yeah and oh, last okay. year, last year I looked like, or last year I ended up with eleven. Uh, but shout out to everybody in the bar room. Neil's going to the game today, so that that that'll be good. You fucking, uh, you know, pay attention to that. Saw you at the tailgate in Chicago. Oh yeah, Caesar, what's up, my dude? Me and Caesar were at the fucking tailgate together in Chicago. Uh, I was oh, look, yeah. we were w- walking through looking for uh, Schaefer and uh, and Braggs, and I hear somebody go Bobby, and I fucking turn. He's like, "What's up, dude? It's Caesar." I was like, "Holy fuck, what's up, man?" So yeah, fucking <laughs> great meeting you, brother. Great having a beer with you and just bullshitting a little bit. Um, appreciate you fucking tuning in and and uh, and listening or watching the show, whichever whichever way you got this thing going. Uh, shout outs, I, I, like I told you, I'm gonna die here in a second. So shout outs over yeah. to Badge. Badge, what you got, dude? Yeah, uh, shout out to everybody. Uh, you know, we love you guys in the chat, man. It's always freaking a great time. Uh, you guys, we try to put as many comments up as we can. Uh, there's always some good shit in the chat going on. At, you know, uh, in the commercial breaks, I'm watching the Cutler talk and everything. Oh, it's freaking awesome. Um, everybody at the Barroom Network, I know we do it every week, but I mean, guys, we, we have over 30 shows on this network now. And if you're a Chicago sports fan, there's a show, there's three or four shows for you for each for each team in Chicago, movies, fantasy football, uh, baseball, you name it. Um, it's here. It's on this network and you can find it. Just go to the pot, your podcast stream or your YouTube stream, however you watch us, um, you know, so. Um, just a huge shout out to the network continuing to grow to Eldo, to Neil, to Danny, um, you know, to Lauro, to every, everybody else that I'm missing from the network Gage, Joe Mandel, um, just keep up the great work guys. Chris Gonzalez, you know, um, and the Parisi brothers. I mean, they're freaking kicking ass and taking names, um, they, the Joe and, and, and Vinny interviewed Gavin Sheets of the White Sox the other day. Phenomenal interview. If you're a Sox fan, even if you're not, check it out. Um, this network just continuing to grow. It's freaking awesome. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I'll take it from here, Bobby. I know you're dying over there. So uh, first and foremost, shout out to my wife. Like I, I, I give her a shout out every week, man. She got to put up with me. So she's, she, she's great. You know, there ain't no other way to put that. Uh, and, uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Um, y'all, y'all keep us going and and help us move the conversation along when we go off the rails. Sometimes you come with us, sometimes you bring us back. Uh, so, so definitely shout out to all y'all and, uh, it's tough to follow badge, man. He just shouted out the whole damn network, told y'all the rundown. Uh, you know, you got a halftime show and a post game show today with, uh, Aldo and the boys and definitely tune into that. And, uh, a fantasy show coming up right after this. Uh, I mean, if you're a fantasy guy, you got Lamar Jackson starting. Maybe, maybe our boy uh, the goon will tell you who to who to maybe pick up on a waiver wire or whatever. Uh, but I, I'll let KB go ahead and finish this off. Shout out to y'all though. Uh, first of all, I want to thank the academy. Um, you know, uh, this is my first time up here for this award. Uh, second of all, I would like to thank. Uh, all the fans, because I'm 
can do the gas, can do the search. Uh, let me, let me look. If you take too long. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me look. Let me look at my oh, my no, my drawer for all time my time this week. Oh yeah, because y'all cut me off last time. So. <laughs> uh, but let me pull my notes out. <laughs> no man, shout, shout out to all y'all, man. Shout out to everybody in the barroom network, man. Like I said, man, it's so many shows. You know what I'm saying? You can not be depressed and be a Bulls fan. Uh, watch their show. It's it's that's that's amazing content. Um, shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Uh, especially it's 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 fun to see, especially now. Like I see people like, oh man, Ryan, you need to you need to get rest, man. Uh, Ravi, uh, believe me, I'm taking a nap. Uh, <laughs> so shout out shout out to all y'all, man, because the, the concern that y'all show, the love that y'all show, even when we we going through something, the the love that you guys show is it, is very much appreciated. Uh, and it means it means more to us than a lot of y'all know. You know, say we're humans. Absolutely, man. We go, we go through a lot of shit, man. And coming on here and seeing the 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 talk, the friendly banner that y'all have, even even from assholes, you know what I'm saying? Even like the down person of the world, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's fun to see, man. You know what I'm saying? It helps it helps us get through our day. So, shout out to y'all. Uh, like I said, we gonna keep doing this, man. I don't care how depressing this shit make may sound on the show. We're having a good time over here, man. I'm doing ducks Absolutely. Have fun over here now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to end it with that, man. All right, fellas. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of the Barfly Tailgate Show. So, you know how we do it. Let's end this with a big old bear down. Bear down. <laughs>